chapter 8. Now concerning food sacrifice to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone thinks he knows anything, he does not yet know as he should. But if anyone loves God, that person is known by him. So then, concerning the eating of food, sacrificed to idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world and that there is no God. So then, concerning the eating of food, sacrificed to idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world and there is no God except for the one God. For even though there are some called gods, either in heaven or on earth, as indeed there are many gods and many lords. Yet for us there is only one God who is the Father, from whom are all things, and we are for him, and one Lord Messiah Jesus, through whom are all things, and we are through him. But this knowledge is not possessed by all. Some have been so used to idols that they still eat food as sacrifice to an idol, and their conscience, being weak, is defiled. But food will not commend us to God. If we do not eat this food, we are not worse off, and if we do eat this food, we are not better off. But be careful. On no account must this liberty of yours become a stumbling block to the weak. If another believer sees you who have knowledge eating food in an idol temple, will not his conscience, if he's weak, be emboldened to eat food sacrificed to idols? And through your knowledge, one who is weak is destroyed, a brother or sister for whom Messiah died. In this way, you sin against other believers by wounding their weaker consciences, and you sin against the Messiah. So if eating food sacrificed to idols causes my fellow believer to stumble, I will never eat such meat again, so that I will not cause any believer to stumble.